Thank you for tuning in to the Music Lovers Podcast, where we explore all types of music, reminiscing on the old jams, and putting you on to what's new. We are your hosts, Megan, Ashley, and Kalila, and we want to know, do you speak music? If you break a promise, we break it up. There's a couple things that I won't fall to the market, sweet thing. I cannot stand you. here we are your hosts megan ashley and kalila what's up y'all what's been going on how y'all feeling hey y'all hey it's been a long time right (laughs) yes it has i don't had a baby all right you did i moved new new kids we had we didn't have birthdays all type of stuff since our last episode yes we didn't turn 30. Yep. Ashley 30. Kalila's, I'm still you know. 30. <laughs> Not Important. quite ready to accept 31. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know, she got a redo because last year she got a little gypped. Um right. but welcome back, y'all. Um, we are here. We took a little break to regroup, to get it together, to come up with some new stuff for y'all. So we're going to kind of keep it the same with um, the beginning for our first thing. We're going to start with who you listening to, because we got six months, really, of who you listening to. But, you know, we can just just give me like three people who you've been who've been in rotation for the past, let's say, six months. Y'all want me to go first? Sure. Go yes, ahead. you can go. Okay, I'm ready. OK. I've been listening to Kenyon Dixon like nonstop. I got put on him kind of late. I think I might have mentioned him once in an episode back in the day or whatever but like he had some new stuff come out since then and I'm in love with him I'll move on um I've also started listening to Georgia Smith's new album okay I've heard about her um I think I may have had like one or two songs on a playlist or whatever but like I was like okay let me like really check her out and I've also been listening to Masigo's new album um Studying Abroad just because it's like a real summer vibe um I need to stop using the word vibe y'all I'm tired of it I honestly am but I can't stop <laughs> me and Megan talk about this all this time I know it's one of the words it's I just it's so yeah out yeah it is but, <laughs> but yeah so that's what I've been listening to Masigo, Georgia Smith and King Yon Dixon check them out okay all right KB how about you okay so I have been listening to J. Cole's um, The Off Season. But because I have children, I have to, um, you know, listen to the edited version when I'm in the car. <laughs> um, I've also been listening to The New Respects. Um, I love their album Before the Sun Goes Down. And let's see who else have I been listening Wait, to. That. Right. Paul, that's a band. The new respects, yes. Yeah. Okay. I will I'm share. Sure. I will definitely share. Link. Um. Yeah. I'll send the. I'll share the link with you guys for okay. sure. Um. I think I know y'all, so I know you'll you'll like them. Um. <laughs> who else have I been listening to? Um. Alex Isley. Yes. Um, my girl. I um have also been listening to Moonchild's um little ghost album but i've listened to the instrumental oh okay. i you right so i use the instrumental album to put i need to sleep so mm-hmm. okay um yeah i'm also listening to kenyon dixon um who else am i listening to i was listening to um maverick city we appreciate your support by the way kalila Kenyon and I appreciate you know it. what <laughs> we <have> to be- <laughs> did you hear me did you hear me say first I was listening to Alex Isley right <laughs> okay. I don't know nothing about that that ain't my business listen you about to stir up some stuff <laughs> um who else have I been listening to lately um I'm drawing a blank. Oh, 
May I remember Megan telling me to listen to um, this girl Lizzie McAlpine, and mm-hmm. I downloaded the album, but I had never listened to it. I, you know, in mommy mode, I can get sidetracked at any moment. So I'm scrolling through like the recently added albums, and I'm like, let me take a listen. I'm just, you know, driving. I'm on the expressway, and of course, Megan never misses. So I text her, and I'm like, Are you the person who told me to download? it was you so um you know I'll finish the album I haven't finished it but so far so good I am in love with her voice she reminds me of um are you guys familiar with Fatai no yeah okay so okay well Ashley I'll send you um I love when she goes live. I think she used to sing on the worship team at Willow Creek here mm-hmm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably how I got introduced, you know, introduced to her. But that's what I'm listening to. Megan, you putting us on something new today? Um, maybe. Well, no, she is. <laughs> so, um, well, I'm starting with Jasmine Sullivan has been in rotation every week, at least once a week. Y'all better uh, stop we- listening to her. <laughs> y'all better stop y'all gonna y'all gonna find y'all drowning drowning in sin it's certain artists that just will never leave the rotation like, no, ever. No, no. you know ever so she's I mean I listen to it like every day for a month and then it's just you know been weekly I just I play it at least once a week um I have been revisiting uh Brick Liam's both of his albums um the Central LP and what's the matter brick because it's just you know it's so good that that album is i, both of I feel like it's mandatory at least once every other week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i got up and like and i just you know i went on the plane that's just like my plane album because i the essential lp is clouds everywhere you know i just i just feel like it's only yeah right. um so I, i've been listening to him Rollin' A. so i don't know um if y'all yeah know. tone <laughs> Home, home, send it to me. Home for a day. I said y'all could send it to me. Yes. Yeah, so okay, we'll. the um she has a uh EP called Damaged Goods. It's five songs, and she just whoo, that girl sings. She's amazing. So I've been playing that on repeat. And then back to Lizzie McAlpine. She has three songs that I listen to like all the time, but but really the whole album. So it's a song called where do I go? Ooh, the let's let me just stop there just with this one song and just talk about <laughs> why I love it so much. That's the song I've heard. I haven't heard the album yet, but now I do now yeah. that Leela brought it up. I need to go listen to that. But that one song did it for me. It's because so I'm just beautiful you know, people who really want to listen. I'm just gonna explain it to you. Just give you a little tidbit. Tone, writing, yeah, production. She goes there. She goes from this acoustic, just acoustic, like sound recording on your phone to this right into this studio like sound and right back into the acoustic. Oh my goodness. When I tell you, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Go listen to it for yourself. Where do I go? McAlpine. Just, just start with that song and shout out to my friend Chris because he's the one who put me on. Um, he be putting me on the music and stuff too. So, I feel like we need to make sure that we um, provide screenshots. Like, we'll, when this episode is released, we'll make sure that on our social media channels that we provide you guys with the album covers because for sure, that yeah. you definitely got to download. Yeah, yeah, and um, so that's that's one, and I think. Keon Dixon too, and then Mac Ayers, his uh, last album, Magic A Ball. I think people, so that album got released the same week as Jasmine Sullivan's um, project, and it kind of got, it got a little overlooked. Lost in the sauce. Yeah, it got lost in the sauce a little bit, but I went back and his song, Sunny in 62, was like the perfect, like, <laughs> spring type summer vibe. Oh, I said the word. Spring or summer. <laughs> <laughs> summer song like driving down Lakeshore Drive you know, it's giving you summer thing. energy yeah 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 all those words all those books. Okay. um I, people are probably gonna be like oh why did they hit that word sorry I just do um but yeah so those are the things I've been listening to 
uh, just the past six months. There are other things, but those are the ones that kind of stick out in my brain and have been in rotation in my car for, you know, the past six months. Um, so yeah, but let's get into, we're going to get into our episode. Kalila, what, what we got for our episode for today? So for today's episode, I had the privilege, the honor of, um, interviewing one of my best friends, one of my really good friends, Aisha Dominguez, who has been in the music industry for quite some time. So it's always good to um, chat. And, you know, Aisha and I's friendship is, is so interesting how we came together was through both, you know, uh, both of us having a love for music. So mm. we met as uh, counselors for a performing arts camp, a summer camp for kids who were interested in theater, music, writing, dance. They had all kind of different classes. So we've been rocking and rolling ever since, but it's always good to, you know, just chat with your friends and you don't have to talk every day, but, you know, when you do, whether it's five times a year, you know, less or more, um, it was definitely good to chat with Aisha, talk about what it's like to be a woman in the music industry um, we actually recorded this during Women's History Month, but because June is also um, African-American Music Month, um, I think that it's still fitting. So I hope that you guys love it. Hope that you enjoy listening. Of course, you can always comment, like, share, uh, download, and I hope you guys enjoy. with me um just ish if you are looking on social media we have been friends for a long time um time has definitely flown by i was probably 17 a senior in high school i'm assuming um so i won't calculate the total years but definitely (laughs) (laughs) definitely more than 10 years so thank you isha for agreeing to sit with me for chatting. Um, I love how your career has taken its path. And of course, for the Do You Speak Music podcast, we had to interview women who are thriving in their music careers, um, whether it's actually writing music, whether it's singing, producing, no matter the title, we definitely wanted to um, take the time this month to highlight women who are doing the thing, who are literally like trailblazing, um, especially women in Chicago. So thank thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited, very excited. Okay, so we'll go ahead and just jump right in. Typically on an episode, we ask at the top of... um, our episodes, what are you currently listening to? So whether it's somebody that we all know or somebody you're going to put us on, um, you know, I'm always happy to take on new music. So who are you currently listening to? Who's in rotation on your? Um, <laughs> this is always an interesting question because um, ironically, because I do work in music, I don't often get to like just dive into music all the time because I'm either listening to something I worked on or preparing for something like coming up so I'm like okay I gotta listen to this certain type of music but last week um I was listening to this artist her name is Ombre um and her project is called Pulp um I think it's a super dope body of work and everything like that and it actually came out not too long ago, but uh, it's it's been out for a minute, but I didn't have time, like I said, to dive into it, and I just did last week, and I really enjoyed it, so definitely her, um, Jasmine Sullivan just put out a great project, so definitely that in rotation. That woman, um, oh goodness. 
No, yeah, Jasmine, she never disappoints. So that's and let's you know just think, let's just pause it. right there and say it was Aisha who put me on to Jasmine Sullivan. Okay. I will say back in <laughs> listen and I'll take that, that. <laughs> and that is how we became friends. Yeah. Okay, like yeah, no, Jasmine has say, had an excellent. I want to say it like, was probably either it has probably like two thousand eight. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I know uh being down in school, I came across the her first mixtape. Um off of like, you know, back then it's like you get off line wire or something like that. And had it on my iPod and I was loving loving that project. So Yeah, we don't even have iPods anymore. So yeah. I know, but that's on <laughs> that's that's the vibes all the way from the beginning. Day ones, day ones. Yep. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I mean even um other since we're in the vein of talking about women um Aisha put me on to oh goodness so many people but Shantae Can um PJ Morton I feel like that summer of working together as summer camp counselors obviously neither one of us are still working as summer camp counselors (laughs) um yeah that was a summer of for me that was a summer of music so thank you for putting me on and yeah. <laughs> oh, good times, good times. But yeah, those those are the people that have, I think, been been in my view or in my ears, I guess. Okay. Say. Okay. Good. So for me this week, um, definitely been listening to a lot of, for some reason, old Adele. Like I've really been listening. Mm-hmm to um 19 and 21 I don't know it's nostalgic for me maybe yeah. take me back through like the college years yeah Adele is she's fire and I think she's working on a project right now so I'm I'm very excited to hear what that sounds like and um because she obviously has been through a lot yeah since she put out her last project so um you know as they often say it's just like Pain brings the best music so <laughs> I'm very excited to hear like what she how she interprets it I guess yeah yeah how do you um kind of coach singers through songwriting or what's your process for um getting them to pull that pain out and you know painting that picture through the form of a song um probably the the most useful tool is like talking really like just talking through a situation asking asking the songwriter like a lot sometimes like you're able to work with somebody that you know like in-depthly but more often than not it's like somebody that you might not know all those things so it's just like taking the time to talk to them and dig into things make them comfortable so that they are willing to open up and share things maybe that they might not even said out loud before and things like that so that we can find those things to put in um into the music because oftentimes like the things that are unsaid are the things that everybody has felt before so um definitely like conversation and dive. I love like I'm super like inquisitive so that's like perfect for me because like if you start a story if you start a story, I'm about to get all the way back. We probably end up back in childhood. Like, yeah. oh, okay, well, that's probably why. That's this and that and that. So that's what talking. Session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, low-key. Like, I was going to say, that's the word I was going to use. It's like, kind of like therapy, where it's just like, you're able to get, um, able to get all of those thoughts out. Because a lot of times, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes things get bott- bottled up inside of us and for artists like that's the place where you can heal from it or you can you know where people can put it out like oh I was saying like even if it was something lighter like just an experience like you had a good time on a trip in the sun or whatever the case may be like celebrating those moments or growing from those moments or healing from different moments and stuff like that so um definitely conversation that's like that's like the number one thing because then like the more that you know about an artist like I feel like is you know what I'm saying it's the the better you do basically the more you know about an artist the better you do okay okay 
I like that. I mean, I try to, and I will make sure we stay on topic, but even for me, when I'm working with um, clients for social media, I have to remind them, like, you're upset that nobody is buying the tickets, you know, to your book launch or to your concert or to whatever. And it's like, because people don't know you. You're not tangible. You don't tell your story. You don't allow people to get to the most vulnerable parts of you. Exactly. Yeah. That's what sells. Yeah, exactly. Like even down to like when you think about like somebody like major like Beyonce or Rihanna, like um even though we're very far removed from them, like a lot of times we feel like we're we know them better than anybody else. When that's probably not true. But it's like it's being able to invite those, invite all of your listeners and your supporters in, um, making them feel like your best friend or your sister or your, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying whatever it is. So for sure, yeah. So they've given us just enough to allow us to come in yep. and feel like you know we're besties, and then that baits them into buying the concert tickets and buying the album exactly. and the merchandise and whatever exactly. else. Beyonce could sell her clipped toenails and somebody is going to buy them. Yeah, somebody's going to buy them. Somebody's yeah. going to buy them. Yeah. I think another person that's really good at that is uh, Cardi B. Like, yes. we, <clears throat> the world really fell in love with her because she just, like, now, Cardi B was in a different time, so she did it, like, in a different way, obviously, yeah. but um, she just invited everybody in, like, told them what she thought and you know what I'm saying so it's just like she was like one of the first of this like newer generation where it's like all access type of thing you know what I'm saying and and she really took off with that it's like and because she is a good person everybody's like oh I love her like yes I didn't love her at the beginning you know you know but like as she started to grow I'm just like wow I'm loving how genuine she is I love and just from that I'm supporting what she's doing. And then I fell in love with the music. And then, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a and journey. She's not, she's not going to fake the funk. Like she, yeah. she's yeah. going to give you exactly what's on her mind or like what she's going through at the moment. You're going to know. Um, For sure. So For that's, sure. that's a, that, yeah, that's another good artist to, to bring, you know, to bring into the, the question, but I want you to take us through the journey. I know, but we definitely want to get this recorded for, you know, the first Grammy and (laughs) the future moments. We definitely (laughs) want to um, have, you know, we want you to be able to go back in and say you had already, you know, recorded about your journey. Um, Talk to me about your decision to make music your career. Um, it's kind of funny because, um, well, like you said, everybody doesn't know. I've always pretty much been into music, like songwriting and like piano, um, from a very young age, like 11, 12 and things like that. And being in church and singing in church and playing in church and growing up through that. And like, it kind of never even... Like, there was never a moment that I wanted to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't necessarily know exactly what it was in music that I was going to do um, because I enjoy business a lot as well. So, like, when I went to school, <clears throat> uh, I have a degree, I have a bachelor's in marketing, and entrepreneurship, and I have a master's in entertainment business. Um, and I thought that it would be, well, not thought. I think that one thing that I would say about my journey is like I've been very open the entire time but mostly because it's just like you just don't know like you don't know like um I didn't take a traditional path or there's not much of a traditional path but like (laughs) but of non-traditional things and paths in the music industry I definitely took a a non-traditional one um like I said, I always knew that I wanted to work in the music business. And so I started to study business and things like that. Um, and then after I finished my studies, uh, I came home and I dove into uh, audio engineering. 
Um, and I mainly got into that because I was trying to figure out how to, uh, like, get my songs down, basically. So, yeah. like, how am I going to record my songs? I obviously don't have any money. You know what I'm saying? I'm young, college student. Even before that, like, in high school, I remember. It's funny because, like, you think about over all of the things. Yeah. And I realized recently, I was like, wow, in high school, I was dabbling in, like, engineering and stuff like that, recording. Again, just trying to get my music down, buying different things. I'm like, I'm buying stuff, don't even know how to use it. Yeah. Um, so, like, YouTube, I remember YouTube, um, my senior year in high school was starting to get kind of big. So, it's like, people are putting up videos on how to do things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, let me dive into this. Um, so, the internet was definitely a big part of it because it's like, the type of person that I am is like, I'm going to figure out how to do, like, if I want to do something, I'm going to figure out how to do it. And it's like, internet is a huge part of that. Like, so, um, got out of college, dove into audio engineering, um, right away, um, just because I didn't know what to do, I, and I knew I did not want to be an artist. Um, so I sing myself and I write. So people are always just like, oh, well, why don't you be an artist and yeah. things like that? But that I, that was nothing. That was something that I was never really interested in, just because like I I I like being in the background and you know what I'm saying supporting other people. Yep. So right away, as soon as I got out of college, um, there was a young lady that I went to college with, um, and she sang, and she was from Chicago. Um, and right away, I just hit her up like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let's work you know like and I just started on my journey not knowing like what to do like looking back I'm just like wow it's it's such a like you said like a full circle experience and obviously it's much further that I want to go but even back then like with me not knowing what to do it's like I was like okay well let's do a photo shoot I'm getting photo shoots I'm getting the clothes the wardrobe <laughs> done um making beats I'm recording um all of these different things so <clears throat> I spent um, some time with her, not very long, but we worked together, um, did those things. And then not too long after that, I started working with an artist. Her name is Dej Monet. Um, I actually met her at the summer camp that we used to work together. <laughs> uh, and she was very young at the time, but I, I saw talent in her, like yeah. phenomenal talent. Um, not just like your run of the mill. Um, so I took an interest in her and basically her and myself like started the beginnings of, uh, what I would consider, um, the beginnings of my career. Yeah. Uh, so you were like managing her as a high school student. Um, you really were like the everything, all of the roles. <laughs> you were the you were the accountant, you were the booker, you were the promoter, you were, I mean, every everything. So yeah. It was, yeah, it was good was, to see you in that moment too. No, yeah, it was definitely an interesting experience. And it's like I never planned to do all of those things, mm-hmm. but I realized quickly um that music is really a small portion of the music industry so it's like how I started was I got her in this I started to bring her to the studio we were writing songs we were doing things like that and let me mention um Mike Frazier like he's my mentor um he taught me a ton of ton of things he's an excellent engineer uh producer songwriter um and he kind of took me under his wing like, that was a person that I was able to run to, uh, to be able to learn all of those things, like, in the beginning, like, whatever questions that I have, he's always there to answer them and everything like that, so okay. um, I started, he has his own studio, so I started bringing Dej to his studio, um, and we're writing, we're producing, we're doing songs, and I'm just like, hmm, I want to put something out, so it's like, once you get to that point, and you don't have a she doesn't have a manager there isn't marketing there isn't this there isn't that um there isn't some uh record deal or a big budget right 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 so it's like you have to be that basically if you want the music to be heard you can put it out but it's just like if you want anybody to hear it which is the whole entire point 
then there are a whole bunch of things that that are surrounding um, the music that you have to take care of, basically. So, um, yeah, fast forward. I worked with Dage for uh, four years. Okay. Um, and then I got into um, a place where I was more so focusing on just production and songwriting and engineering um, versus because it, it it takes a lot to be all of those people. Like it's very, it's very time consuming. Mm -hmm. And while, like you said, like, I'm so glad that I went through that experience um, because there are so many things that I gained. And in the long run, that's something that I would, I definitely want to be able to revisit and to uh, have like in the grand scheme of things. Um, but like I said, focus more in on songwriting, production, um, and audio engineering. Um, been working with a new R&B artist. Her name is Biernick. Um, she's based out of LA, um, but she's originally from Chicago uh, and had the privilege of working with her very closely over these past couple of years. So spell um, that for spell that for us. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a very unique name. Her right. name is Biernick is B J R N C K. Um B J R N C K. Yeah. So uh she is signed to Hitco, which is LA Reed's uh record label. So definitely been a very exciting journey with her. Um just growing with her and um yeah growing with her like it's it's been a very very cool experience been a very cool experience so and that leads us all the way up until today so that's where I am I'm so proud of you and I mean let's normalize like women who are friends telling their friends like I am so proud of you because it takes a long time. I think people look at like overnight success and not realize that sometimes it takes 15, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people does. 30 years, you know, to really get to where they envision themselves to be. And you have to have all of these twists and turns. You get a lot of no's. You may get a couple, we can sprinkle a couple of yeses in there. Right. Um, exactly before you really oh, yeah. get to where you want to be. hundred percent. It's definitely a, um, it's definitely a crazy, a crazy journey. It's a crazy industry, um, especially being, not, I mean, obviously it's like, I'm a black woman. So we all know the plight of that. Mm -hmm. um, but you're a woman. Yeah. You're, you're in an industry that's, that's like the boys <laughs> club. It's like, exactly. It's and that's literally what it is. It's literally what it is like, yeah. um, even with all of the things that, you know, I have accomplished, like, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's something that you just come up against every day. Mm -hmm. It's like being, having to have like cosigns and things like that, or you walk into the studio, no, nobody thinks that you're there to work. They think mm -hmm. that you're just there hanging out or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it is what it is. It's like, I chose to be in this industry, so yeah. I'm not... Um, I, what I will say is the journey that I've had, like, I've never had any like crazy experiences. Like I know a lot of women that have had crazy experiences in this industry. And I thank God that I haven't had to deal with, um, a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but it is something that I definitely face. Um, but I have always been, I've always been, I've always tried to tackle it by just being the best me I can be. So it's just like, the work speaks for itself. So it's just like, um, I'm kind of, I'm not very, I'm not a very like rambunctious person, a very talkative person, but yeah. it's like, so people may not know, but it's like, when they say press play, it's like, then they're like, oh, dang, like, why didn't you say something? Or why didn't you, it's just like, you just let it speak, you know? So, yeah. Okay, I love, yeah, I love, the fact that I can imagine you just walking into like a studio or just, you know, walking into a meeting and people are probably having these pre 
preconceived notions because you didn't come in there with a whole bunch of makeup, a whole bunch of lipstick. Your clothes are not super tight. You're not walking in there with six inch heels. Not the Isha, I know. Maybe at the party, but not. Not not the Monday through Friday. You might come in there with some distressed jeans from one of the you my know vibes. <laughs> listen my vibes for sure <laughs> you got some you got some rib jeans some doc martens and you know you like look let's get this work and they probably for sure who is who who is she you know yeah, no, I, yeah I, love, sure. I love to hear that um one thing i did want to talk about is 2020 none of us well None of us Americans, besides the government, saw um, coronavirus or COVID-19 coming. I feel mm. like it just kind of slapped us in the face, came out of nowhere. And then everybody is like, oh, okay, let me figure out how to get creative to continue my revenue. And mm, sure. I really saw that. Um, being a subscriber to a lot of different email lists. So um, like the House of Blues and in high school, I was heavily into musical theater. So I still have like email subscriptions to a ton of uh, theaters and all kind of organizations and businesses pertaining to arts, music, entertainment. Talk about how that, um, impacted you mentally, you know, to really say, okay, what am I going to do for the rest of this year? How am I going to get creative um, and not let something like this spook me out of, you know, my passion, my my first love, which is music? How did that mentally, like, take you on a roller coaster? Or you was just like, okay, I'm cool. Um, it's kind of funny, like, 2020 was definitely a whirlwind of a year, but it was a super great year for me. Like, it was super great. I think that, like, the forcing us outside of routine Mm -hmm. um, was like, it was like a, a power pack for me, I guess. Like, I didn't stop moving all year. Like really, and I might. I, I hope I don't get any backlash from this, but, <laughs> but, like I really took. Um, I was definitely taking the virus seriously and everything like that. But, um, I took the year to refocus and to look at my career differently, okay. and to go after it differently as well. Like, um, something that I had been talking to, um, some of my uh, close friends at the top of the year was that. Like, in the past, uh, with my career, um, I've always been very goal-oriented, but also very, like, um, wherever my path took me, it took me. Like, and I'm just like, okay, I'm over here now. Okay, boom. Work hard at this. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, accomplish that. Mm, Okay, now it's going this way. So, boom, boom, boom. Um, But this past year... um, I really like honed in on what I wanted. Like, Good. this is what I want. Yeah. This is what I want. And how do I get that? Like, if it's like the music industry is, it's, it's so competitive. Like it's so competitive and being in a city like Chicago, where to be, like the music industry at a certain level is just not present. Um, being in this city is hard sometimes um, because you just sometimes you just don't get the opportunities that other people do you can walk into a room and be like oh this is something that needs to go on BET so you know that's going to be a substantial check oh this is something that is going to be on here or we need something for this just walking into a room you know what I'm saying and that stuff is not that stuff is not I'm not going to say it's not here but not in the same quantities as a city like especially LA um, or like Atlanta or New York and things like that, where yeah. you have the record labels who are actually there in the cities. They have offices, their artists are there, all of those things. Yeah. So it's very difficult um, to 
like get into that that world in in the city of Chicago. Um, so me knowing that, and it, it it like kept kept coming up on my radio. Like every few years, I'm just like, man, should I leave? But then something would come up here where I would be like, okay, well, let me work on this, and let me you know, let me work on this. Okay, this came. Let me work on this. Um, but I'm just like this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to get what I want, I have to do this, 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 and this. So I just, I wasn't, it's like, you didn't have to be attached to anything this year. Mm -hmm. Like you, you almost didn't have to worry about like you, not saying you didn't have to pay rent because I pay my rent, but it's like, you barely had to pay rent here. You could be like, Oh, I got to do this first. And then, okay, come back to that and not be worried about put on the street. So I just like, I just really dove into it. I'm just like, I want to go for it. I want to give it, literally everything that I have without thinking about oh what's this or what's that or you know so um I think that while a lot of people did struggle this year and I definitely um uh can acknowledge that and understand why it was that way uh 2020 was just like a it was like a it was also my 30th year of life Mm. and that really like hit something me, like, about that different. 30 <laughs> yeah like it was like really different to me like it's like yeah. I felt it in my bones like like my 20s it was just like I was trying to figure it out mm-hmm. like because I am um I did go through my career in Chicago it was a lot of like not knowing what to do and just yeah. trying to figure it out but it's like because I have had a few years in my career it's like okay I know what I know what it is now like, I'm not saying, like, should it be this or should it be that or should I go here? Should I do that? Yeah. It's like, I know what to do, so mm-hmm. let's do it. So I definitely took 2020 to do that because it really, it set, it, it really, to be honest, it set me up for it. Good. Like, the fact that you yeah. really didn't have to be attached to anything, like, you can work remotely and things like that, it, it, it really set me up, like, catapulted me. So it was a great year. Great year. So who are, if we're talking about you working with artists, um, you've named two women, who are a couple of women who you would have loved to have worked with or learned from or just be in the room with who are no longer living? So women who... um, who were thriving in their music careers, no matter whether it was like at the songwriter level, the artist level. It wow. Matter. That's a really good question. Um, I'm not sure if I have an answer for that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if I have an answer for that. Not anybody that like specific, like it's tons of women that like, Tons of women, but not anybody specifically where I'm like, ooh, I'm sad that I missed that. Um, But if I can alter the question just a little bit. Um, I want to work with Missy Elliott so bad. Like, I think she is, like, extremely phenomenal. And I really admire um, all that she does. And, like, as I'm getting further in my career and learning more about hers, um... I feel like I see a lot of myself in her. Um, So that's definitely somebody that is on my bucket list. She's so creative. Um, Yeah, I love Missy Elliott. If we still had, of course, people can still make music videos today, but if we still had the relevancy of being creative being out of the box and really pushing the envelope with music videos the way that she did in our childhood, I think a lot of us would still um, hold value to R&B. You know, we always hear like R&B is there. Well, we, you and I know, obviously Mm -hmm. not, but I do miss that component. Um, of us growing up seeing like how creative and how out of the box music artists really got with mm-hmm. those and with te- you know putting that visual and painting the picture putting that to the lyrics that you know they were rapping about or singing about yeah for sure she had that like sound pat like 
and her songwriting and her production, like all of the all of the timeless music that she's like been a part of. Yeah. It's just like she's like a genius in my book. So yeah. um I definitely would say her if I could say one person. Right. I I'm 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 kinda weird. Like I'm I don't I'm not a favorites type of person. Like I'm very a go with the flow type of person. It's like yeah. in different seasons I say different things, but like <clears throat> Missy Elliott is definitely somebody through the times that like I've grown with and like come to recognize that has been very influential in uh my creativity. Yeah, it's it's good to and I hate when we say like oh so and so is back, but I will say that it is good to see her face again. It's good. Yeah, for sure. Like we missed her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Shout Phenomenal. out to Missy. Exactly. I'll make sure that we I'll make sure up. we tag her, you know. So. I love Missy a lot, guys. All right. <laughs> yeah, she deserves her flowers for sure. Um give them to her now, you know. Yeah. Before her, you know, we'll all get our day before her day comes and we boohoo crying about how she was so great. Like let's mm-hmm. honor her now. Yeah, but it's not that she definitely. created. Okay, that's a good part. I'll take that. I'll take that. I will take you altering the question. That's yeah, because I'm like, because I could have said somebody. It's tons of people. It's tons of people. But Macy, that's my girl. Yeah. So for <laughs> me, if there were any women who I wish that I either had like an opportunity to meet or just not hear their music that you know now that they're gone it would have to be definitely uh sarah vaughn i wish that i i wish i had half that woman's like lung capacity or just her skill (laughs) um yeah she was crazy oh i you know what a good one nina simone's a good one Yes, I was going to say Nina Simone. (sighs) Yeah, just her. She was, yeah, she was a genius. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. The way she could get to these notes, it was just bananas. Like, woman, what are you doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was just so, like, unapologetic. Like, her as a whole being, like, she was a musical genius, and it's like she knew it. And she stood in it no matter what anybody said. So, yeah, I love her. I love her, too. So I'm surprised I didn't think of her. But, yeah. Okay. So not to toot your horn, but, I mean, beep, beep. Might as well. Let's talk about um, your music placement, um, if you'd like to share where your music has either you know been published um yeah I want you to um, okay. I, would, I want you to drive that I don't want to because I'm, I'm I'm curious if you have did you like you researched it I'm just asking I'm not saying I'm because I was curious to what you were gonna say but I'll go ahead um I just I know you <laughs> okay um so uh I do I don't know where to start gosh but um I I do add placement so we'll start there I do add placement so um I worked for um a few different companies um like uh Foot Locker and like commercials like music for commercials mm-hmm. um not ne- not necessarily jingles but like music production of the music behind it so um, a few different prominent, <clears throat> a few different prominent um, brands I've been able to work for. Um, uh, Birnik, I was able to be a part of her first two singles uh, as an artist, um, which was super, super fire. So I was able to write a song. Wow, I can't even remember the name of the movie right now. Um is that it? Yes, yes, that's it. Sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to let you lead the way, but I could roll. I'm like, I'm probably, a, I'm probably a bad person to be honest. Um, I had the privilege to write um, 
like the main, I guess, theme song of the movie. Yep. Um, uh, on Movie Beats, which was uh, a Netflix movie, uh, which was super fire. That was a very exciting experience. Trying to think, maybe you should. <laughs> maybe you should, because I just be working. I be trying to every day. I got in my head like this: who I want to get on this week. This who I want to get on this week. So, but um, it's a it's a it's a continuous journey though. It's a yeah. continuous journey. Like, um, at literally, like I just said, every single week, I'm like, man, who's work? Who's working right now? Who's on a project right now? Like, okay, what what can we come up? What what can we come up to serve? who this person is like and who this, you know what I'm saying? For things that are far as well as people yeah. in um, my circle and things like that. So, yeah. Okay. So how do <clears throat> women interested in music business, where do they start? I mean, we know we're in the thick of like the information age. Everything is digital. The internet is at your fingertips. It's like you either got, Google or YouTube, those are, you know, our grandparents had encyclopedias and we have <laughs> Google right. and YouTube. Like we have, yeah. you have, if you have a smartphone, like there is no excuse. You literally can figure out. Um, you can be who you want to be without really spending a dime if you think about it. Like you don't have to gain a huge amount of student loan debt we're in 2021 like folks are not going to college as much as they were that's the part um, so <laughs> i'm like we hey. got tricks <laughs> we got tricks <laughs> we got tricks wow. we got bamboozled but i would definitely say i mean even hey. it's interesting um <clears throat> i was talking to jacob and i was just telling him you know the girls don't have to go to college i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. And I worked in college access and higher ed for nine years. So for me to say that, I see where things are going. No, yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's definitely interesting to watch and see that because you know sometimes you look back and be like, dang, if I didn't go to college, this this this. But yeah, um, I try to be very true to like it's like my journey is my journey. It's okay. like if I didn't go to college, I might not be, might not have been ready to jump into it or tackle it or who knows where I would have ended up. So, um, but that is a very interesting, very interesting thing. And of course it depends on, you know, what, what type of field you're looking to get into, but I'm definitely a huge believer in college is definitely not necessary. Um, but where do women start? That is a very good question. Um, I can only speak to my journey um though I I like I said I I started my career in like independent business so like if it is like your desire to be like at a like a record label or like a huge management company or there's so many things you can do in the music industry um like internships are probably still the best bet yeah. Um, which are not always easy to get, but it's like if you're or they're not diligent, always paid. Oh yeah, they're definitely not always paid. That's definitely. Uh, trust me, I went through many, many years of like never. Well, in my eyes, I never see. The thing is, like, as a society, and I feel like now, like those things are definitely being challenged. <clears throat> are like societal norms. But if I would have let, like, me turning 25 or being 26 or whatever age, like, yep. discourage me and say, like, man, I should just get a job. Because it's like, I spent many years, like, like, not having much money. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I never felt like, but I was always happy. Always. Like, I never felt like. I was deprived of anything. I never felt like I was missing anything. It's, yeah. it's just all about your perception. Like it's, it's about how you look at the world. It's about how you look at your career. It's like literally and, <laughs> and every little dime that I did get, I was pouring back into my career. Yes, like <laughs> I, was, I wasn't doing anything. Like literally I wasn't doing anything but working. Like, oh, I need to travel here to do this. Oh, um, 
uh, my artist needs an outfit for this, you know what I'm saying? Whatever I could do to figure it out, pulling on relationships. Like, um, I, I hear people talk about all the time, like networking, like networking is definitely super huge. That's one thing I want to say. Um, especially like as counter to education in this industry, networking is number one, like number, number one, you don't even, you could fake like you know how to do a job Mm -hmm. and get that job from a relationship before you actually having experience and knowing the job and everything. So networking is definitely a number one thing, but I know I just went to like three different places. I don't even remember what we were talking about. No, so we're, (laughs) yeah, so we are, you are literally in 15 seconds, just, you know, giving advice to girls and women who know that this is where they want their career to be, but may not know where to start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now I remember, uh, <laughs> definitely if, if it's like a traditional sense where you want to be at like a record label or something like that, like internships are, are definitely going to be the best bet. And while you're in that internship, like the, the relationships, like make as many relationships as you can, mm-hmm. because, um, interns fly through there all the time, like trying to stand out and being that one that everybody's like, if you're not there, they like, where's that person at? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely that as far as like independently, like you said, it's just like not figure it out. That was horrible. Um, but like the research, like figuring out those things, like, okay, what is supposed to happen? That's the number one thing. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what's supposed to happen. And then you dive into how do I make that happen? Um, so that's what I would say. If you want to be a songwriter or producer, um, work as much as possible on your own like mm-hmm. if you're a songwriter and you're a producer there's no way a week should go by and you haven't made anything mm-hmm. because that that's your practice that's your you know what i'm saying the more you obviously with everything the more you do something the better that you get at it mm-hmm. um and like i said it's a lot a lot a lot a lot of competition like when you think about the top artists like a drake or a beyonce or rihanna they're listening to listening to thousands of songs yeah. just to come down to 10 tracks on an album or something like that because they're they're dealing with their creativity there are people in the studio with them and then obviously because they're one of the top people people are flooding them with songs because they know that it's going to be lucrative so it's like um I would just say like back to the perception thing it's just about keeping your perception in the right place and keeping encouraged because it can it can definitely be a very discouraging industry you know what I'm saying because like you said it's like there really is no overnight success it's like it's years and years of work without any um reward like without any reward but when you get to the rewards like if you do it right then the rewards are going to keep flowing so yeah that's what I would say okay (laughs) well thank you you know I'm not gonna take up your time I know you got ballots to write and (laughs) you got albums to to produce so of course I am always grateful um yes thank you guys so much for thinking of me when this is all said and done I'm coming to give you a big old hug yes yes because I can't go outside I can't risk bringing germs home to my little yeah my little itty bitty baby but thank you thank you thank you yes so I will talk to you soon. I will see you soon. Send everybody love for me. Yes. How can we follow you on social media? Um, um, all of my platforms are just Ish. Uh, that's J-U-S-E-E-S-H. That's me. Okay, perfect. All righty. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, I love you. Love you too. I'm very proud of you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Proud of you. Proud of you too. Thank you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Shout out to 
Aisha Dominguez, aka Just Ish, as she said, on all social media platforms, J-U-S-E-E-S-H, the amazing producer for many things, most notably the theme song, the, you know, the big song on the movie Beats on Netflix, and shout out to our very own Khalila for a great interview. I don't know about y'all, but I definitely took some gems from that interview. But we are back, y'all. Do You Speak Music Podcast is back for season two. We know we've been a little ghost lately, but we've just been cooking up some stuff for you all, some new content. So please be on the lookout for that. You can follow us on Twitter at Do You Speak Music and Instagram and Facebook at Do You Speak Music.co. Also, check out our YouTube page, Do You Speak Music Podcast, where you can see videos of all our episodes and other things to come including cover photos and songs from our who you've been listening to segment so y'all please stay tuned we are so happy to have y'all back we will be back next week with episode two of do you speak music we can't wait we're so glad to have y'all back we appreciate y'all continued support and we will talk soon bye Bye.